Hey, yo, what is up? Welcome to the Funky Sam Medina Show. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I am running solo up in this bitch. What is up, you guys? What's up? Welcome to the Funky Sam Medina Show. That's my show. That's a show about me, about this motherfucker right here. Oh, it's, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. Hey, um, so real quick, uh, I just wanted to come on here. It's probably going to be like a short-ass episode, uh, but I did some stuff, some comedy stuff, and I just wanted to talk about it and maybe even talk about where I'm going to be in the future. Uh, 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 uh. Hey, so uh, let's go back. How far? A couple of weeks? Oh, the 14th. The 14th? Was that when I was on the show last? I was on the show on the 14th of July, and it was a comedy competition at the Alameda Comedy Club. The Alameda Comedy Club. I have never been there before. Uh, when they announced the, the competition, I signed up for it immediately because, like I said, I've never been there before, and I was really interested to check it out. It looks like a cool club. Uh, spoiler alert, it is. And so I signed up for it. And then it's funny because they're like, it's in July. It's July 14th. And then uh, at the time, I was like, oh, man, that is way in the future. And, uh, and then I was like, oh, wow, that is actually coming up really quickly here. So, uh, anyways, a, a couple of days before uh, the show, the event, if you will, um, uh, the owner of the club, Patrick, posted on, on the Bay Area Comedy Network on, on uh, a comedy Facebook group that we use to communicate with each other uh, and said, hey, I'm looking for someone to help me wrangle comedians um, for this weekend, you know, for the shows. Uh, let me know if you're interested and let me know what, what shows you're available to, to work. And uh, so, naturally, I signed up for that bitch. I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds like me. I saw that, and immediately I was like, me, 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 me. And especially because, um, so the Friday the 14th, there was two shows. The first show and the second show. And Athena was on the first show. And I was on the second show. So it's like, I was going to be there anyway, you know. So might as well give some fun. And so I hit him up and I was like, let's do this. And he was like, you're in. And I was like, I'm in. And he's like, you're in. And I was like, I'm in. And so uh, it didn't really actually happen like that. That was my, uh, that was my uh, creative uh, liberties that I was, I was putting creative liberties into that. Anyway, um, so what happened then? So I went, I went to the club. Um, there was something I was going to tell you before that, but I don't think I remember now. Uh, so we went to the club on that day. The day was supposed to happen. And it was it was cool. It was cool. I got there. I checked in uh, with the other, oh, the other guy that was working, uh, Nick Mickelson, good friend of mine, good buddy. And uh, him and I were like the bouncers. We were like, but we weren't bouncing the audience. We were just bouncing the comedians. So basically, uh, he was on the outside by the door. And I was on the inside by, like, the staging area. Not the stage itself, but, like, where the comics could have hung out in the back. And so he would give me, you know, five comics at a time, six comics at a time. So we had one comic on stage, one comic um, on deck, and then four comics in the waiting area. So basically what I was doing was I was just telling people, like, all right, this is, you know, where you are in the lineup. Uh, when I tell you you're next, go stand over there. And basically that's all it was. You know, it was pretty easy. It was fun. Um, but then you got people like Jason Cole, who just like walks around and every time I turn around, like, where's Jason? Where's Jason? Oh, my gosh. I just lost an entire comedian. Uh, but, you know, he's an adult and he knew where he was supposed to be and he was there. So it's all good. Um, it was just funny, though, because like 
I, I felt like I'm responsible, you know. Like he's gonna wander off and get hurt, and it's gonna be my fault. Where is he, Jason Cole? Where are you? Um, it was good though. It was fun. It really, it really took me back to the days um, I was doing security at Tommy T's. Not that I was doing security, but it just like you know, I was standing in the back of the room, you know, like just watching the show and just kind of like watching over the people and keep my eyes on the comics and looking for Jason Cole. And, and, you know, I just didn't, I just, I just felt like, like the days, cause I missed those days, man. I really loved, um, the days where I was doing security at Tommy T's. I really loved it. It was one of the funnest times of my life. And even though like I didn't get very much stage time there, like that's okay because I still had experience of, being there and the experience of like watching this comics go to work. I, I, I saw Cedric the Entertainer perform four times in two days. I saw Angela Johnson perform six times in three days or seven times. No, six. I don't know. Wait, two. Yeah, six. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. There might have been a third show on Saturday. That might have been the case. Um, but like, I just I just feel like, uh, you know, phase on love. Watching him, watching uh, Michael Blackson, watching John Witherspoon, Pops, he passed away. But, like, he was beloved at Tommy T's. Like, he loved them, and they loved him, and, and it was super cool. So let me tell you a quick story. Like, sidebar, I am afraid of heights. I am definitely afraid of heights. And so when I started at Tommy T's, um, you know, security stands in certain places, right? And... Uh, three security guards, um, four security guards, actually. So, like, you know, one security guard's going to be at the front, by the front door, and then one's going to be, like, two are going to be downstairs, and one's going to be, like, over here, one's going to be, like, over there, right? And we're just kind of, like, and then one's upstairs, just kind of roaming around. And we're just kind of, like, you know, watching the audience and just making sure people don't talk loud and or, like, heckle and, you know, just, just, just chill just be chill don't take pictures don't take videos i did this joke i kind of retired it because it's kind of stupid um where i say <laughs> i used to work at this comedy club or I, I do work at this comedy club um i told it that the first time i ever told it was at the tommy t's open mic and i said i work at a comedy club just like this and because it was that actual comedy club and i was like i work at a comedy club you know and uh it's my job to tell people no pictures no pictures no pictures no pictures no pictures this one time i saw this lady she had her phone pointed right at the stage i'm like hey lady no pictures and she's like oh it's not a picture it's a video Oh, because that's so much better, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I just fucked the whole joke up. Rewind. Okay. I just fucked everything up. I'm so sorry. Let me start that over. I saw this lady. <laughs> she had her fun pointed right at the stage. And I was like, hey, lady, no pictures. I haven't told this joke in so long. I just forgot how it goes. So I told this lady, hey, lady, no pictures. And she goes, it's not a picture. And I go, okay, no videos, smartass. And then she's like, it's not a video either. I'm live. Oh, because that's better, right? So what I told her was, I want you to stay on live, and we'll see how many hits you get when I'm kicking you out of this place. I'm just kidding. I took her phone and stepped on it. Like, that's a good joke in theory, but, like, just the delivery of it and just, like, telling it on stage, I feel like it's just too explainy and people don't really get it, and so I just kind of retired it. I don't really tell it anymore. Um, I have a bunch of work jokes, and that was my comedy club work joke. I told another joke... <laughs> I'm just going to go to my routine here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, my set. This is Funky Sam Medina. Um, no, I used to do this joke at Tommy T's when I, when I, would, when I would host there. Because sometimes, you know, I would host my shows at Tommy T's. Like, we would have hypothetical comedy. 
at Tommy T's. I think we've done it four times, twice before the pandemic and twice after, like after the pandemic, like we're not even there yet, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like when the world opened up again and, uh, I do this joke where I say, um, I work here. In fact, in fact, um, after most shows, you can catch me in the parking lot picking up garbage. But tonight, tonight, after my set, I'm going to go dump a bag of garbage in the parking lot. I forgot how I said it, but that was the that was the gist of it. It wasn't that funny either. Hey, I'm sorry. Okay, that's why I reserved the funny jokes for the stage and the non-funny jokes for the podcast. That way... You know, you go, oh, this guy really sucks. I have to go see him in person to see the good shit, you know. So come see me in person to see the good shit. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. Are you ready? This is a new one. Okay. Uh, on the way over here, you guys, my wife was driving really, really fast. Like, really fast. Like, so fast, I felt like I was obligated to tell her the speed limit. And she says, I'm keeping up with the flow of traffic. And I'm like, that's not traffic. That's a police chase. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I had to tell you a good one because I told you a bunch of shitty ones. Uh, where was I in my story? Tommy T's. I used to work here. No pictures on the fucking phones. Don't take your pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take pictures at comedy clubs, you guys. Just be cool. Be chill. One time at the Sounds of the Improv, I was taking a picture of my wife on stage. And the security was like, hey, no pictures. And I was like, that's my wife. And he was like, I don't care. And then I cried. Anyways, oh, so back to Tommy T's. So basically, I started there, and I was like the new guy. I was, it was funny because they didn't really, oh, no, they did hire somebody after me. They hired, uh, but anyway, whatever. I was like the new guy, right? And I, honest, honest to God, like, I've never done security in my life. I don't know what I'm doing, but, like, I know comedy, so fuck it. I'm there. And um, so I, 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 uh, I get assigned upstairs, to be the upstairs security guard, which is fine, whatever, you know? And, um, but the thing is, is I'm definitely afraid of heights, okay? And the floor, this plaything is kind of old, I guess. And the floor, like, it's not going to break, but, like, you kind of feel it move a little bit under your feet. Like, you kind of feel, like, bend, the, the boards, you feel them bend a little bit. And that made me feel not, not very easy. And so my first weekend there, who was the comic? Oh, I don't remember. I know I know. I know that I know. But I don't remember. I don't remember his name. But I think he got in trouble recently. I think he got in trouble recently. So I'm glad I don't remember his name. But my second weekend working there was John Witherspoon. You got to get coordinated. Um, and I talked to John Witherspoon a little bit. I said hello to him and stuff and, and whatever. And it was cool, man. It was really cool. And I go upstairs for the first show, and I'm up there just stressing, just stressing out, just stressing. I was stressing out so much that I wasn't even really able to do my job. I mean, not that I needed to, because I guess if people were out of hand, I would have told them something. But, like, you know, I was just focused on not having a panic attack. I was just focusing on being okay, you know. And it's crazy, because when I'm, like, freaking out on the inside... I look the same. I don't, you know, look like I'm freaking out. So people can't really tell. So I'm up there. Uh, it's the second show of the night. I'm uneasy. And the feature's on. 
And I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to tell them that I took a, that I made a mistake taking this job because if I'm going to be up here, I'm going to just be miserable. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to just gonna quit. I'm just going to quit. I'm not going to do this anymore. And um, the, the, the dressing room at Tommy T's is upstairs. Uh, it's pretty public knowledge, you know. It's not a secret. And um, so I'm up there, and I'm just like, I'm just going to quit. 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to quit. As soon as, the, as soon as the night's over, I'm just going to tell them that I'm not going to come back anymore for my next shift. Like, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm not going to do this. And then um, the dressing room door opens up. John Witherspoon walks out, and he walks by me, and he, like, touches my shoulder like he puts his hand on my shoulder he's like hey man and i was like oh wow oh wow john witherspoon john witherspoon just said hello to me to me to me i gotta this is where i gotta be i belong here i need to be here this is where i'm gonna be all the time i need to be here i need to be around this this is my world and um, from that day forward i faced my fears and i uh never had a problem upstairs again because of John Witherspoon. So, um, Pops, you know, RIP, bro. Uh, mad love, mad shout out. You're the man. You are the man, John Witherspoon. Uh, I really, can you believe it? John Witherspoon? And I, I, Tommy T's. So, check this out. Speaking of Friday, we weren't speaking of it, but speaking of Friday, Phase on Love was there and um, at one point, too. And I made him laugh. I was really proud of myself, too, because, oh my gosh. So, it was Friday night, Saturday night. So Phase on Love, uh, he got really drunk. I don't know which night it was. I think it was Saturday night. And he ran the light. Um, if you don't know what running the light means, it means, so there's a light, right? And you, t- you put the light on to let somebody know this much time has elapsed. So say, for example, if you do a 30-minute set, you tell the guy, give me a light at 25, just so you know where you are in time, okay? Basically, it means wrap it up. And the comic and the promoter, producer, whatever, they know. They know how much time the light means. If I shine the light... Let me tell you right now, Faison, it does not mean three hours, okay? When that light goes on, it does not mean perform for three more hours. (laughs) So... So the light was on and the light did not go off and phase on love did not leave the stage and he was drunk and it was like summertime and he was bringing people on stage and he was singing jingle bells. I said it was summertime because I specifically wanted to tell you that he was singing jingle bells. It was definitely out of season. It was out of season jingle bells, but he was doing it. And, um, yeah, it was a good time, though. It was fun. I mean, in the moment, it was like, oh, we want to go home. Oh, you know, we were there until like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. But it was a good time. It was a good time. And then, like, we were able to like, get stuff done, you know, like, like, like the, the, you know, most people left. Most of the audience left. Most. Like, 90% of the audience left. And so, like, the servers were able to, like, you know, get the tables cleaned up and, and take the dishes away and, and mop the floors and and i was able to go get garbage out of the parking lot and this and that and so basically by the time phase on love was done uh, we were pretty much ready to go home and so so he gets off stage right and the light never went off the light's still on and uh and uh what happens so phase on is sitting in the in the crowd there is no crowd the place is closed the audience is completely gone you know we're getting we're wrapping up we're getting ready to leave phase on's about mm, nine or ten people deep 
I don't know who they are. They're just his posse. They're just all kind of just sitting around and everything. And I go, hey, Faison. And he looked at me, and I pointed at the light because the light was still on. And I said, we're leaving the light on for your set for tomorrow night. And his whole fucking crew laughed, and he laughed. And that was fucking awesome. That was a great moment. And then, um, oh, man, COVID happens, right? The pandemic happens. Tommy Tisa shut down for a year, about a year, I think. I think they closed in March, and they opened in March. So they were closed down for about a year, maybe, you know, give or take a month. I don't remember exactly the time frame on that. Um, but anyway, what was it? Well, they did open a little while, I guess. They were doing some shows during the pandemic, um, but I chose not to go back at that time, and they respected that. They, you know, they contacted everybody, and they're like, this is what we're going to do. And I was like, I'm not comfortable with that. And like, okay. But then when it came time to open, open the club in 2021, I went back. I went back. Um, definitely. Anyways, so fast forward to 2021 at some point. I left them. I left Tommy T's in February of 22. Um, but fast forward to 2021. At some point, Phase on Love comes back. And he was sitting down out downstairs, you know, whatever, back behind where people don't really go, where the, where, where the, where the paying customers don't go, you know. And I saw him over there, and I was like, I got to go say hi to Faison. Because, dude, big fucking worm. If you don't know, I'm talking about big fucking worm, dog. What's up, big perm? Anyway, so um, I see Faison over there. And I was like, oh, I gotta go! I gotta go say hi to Faison. I walked up to Faison. Let me tell you something. If you go back in time to where I'm 18 or 19 years old, and you told me this story, I'm not gonna believe you. In fact, I don't believe it now. I feel like he was pulling my chain. Anyways, I walk over to Faison. He gets a big old smile on his face. He goes, "What's up, man? How you been?" And I'm like, "Big Worm remembers me. Holy fucking shit, Big Worm." remembers me wow and to me i mean i don't know if he did like i've told this story before in other podcasts i don't know if he did or not if he remembered me or not but he he damn sure as hell made me feel like he remembered me like i doubted it later you know like now i'm like there's no way but like in the moment i was like oh my gosh big worm motherfucking worm dog fucking remembers a little fucking lonely ass security. Hell yeah. And then, you know, we had so many cool people come through. Felipe Esparza is a class act. Felipe Esparza is cool as fuck. Um, just everybody. Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson is one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life. I wish I wish I would have been able to talk to him more and, and, and just get to know him a little bit better. Um, one time, here's this Tommy Davidson story. Tommy Davidson sent me to the store to buy cigarettes and he gave me a $5 tip. He, uh, he gave me $10. He's like, Hey, uh, can you run over there to the gas station and buy me some cigarettes? He told me what to get him or whatever. And then I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then, um, I ran over there and I, and I came back and I was like, here's your change. He goes, no, man, keep it. And so that, that was super cool. You know, he bought me, he, he didn't buy me. He gave me, um, a nice little $5 tip for buying him a $5 pack of cigarettes. Something like that. I don't remember exactly what happened, but yeah, man, it was cool. You know, 
Tommy Davidson and stuff, and it's all these people at Tommy T's. But like, that's a tangent. I just went on a tangent, you guys. I went on the super, 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 super tangent, and there's no reason for it. Just me reminiscing, telling stories that you're gonna hear, you're gonna listen to, and you might like, you might not like it, but you might like, but you might not, but you might. But anyway, okay. I'm doing a lot of like back and forth stuff today. I did that earlier too. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm doing that. I don't know why I'm in that kind of mood. I feel good today, to tell you the truth, and I'm drinking a rock star, but I feel good today. Um, I feel good. I haven't felt good like this in a couple of days. I wasn't doing this podcast yesterday, actually, but I just felt so sluggish. I'm the sluggish, ruggish bone, you know? Sluggish, ruggish bone. I just felt so sluggish the last few days. I just felt so tired. Um, anyway, so fast forward. Back, back, you know, back up or whatever. I don't know. Where are we, where are we on the timeline? So... This year, February, July 14th, Alameda Comedy Club, East Bay Comedy Club, East Bay, I'm sorry, East Bay Comedy Competition. Uh, it's broken up into two categories. It's broken up into two categories, um, new faces and veterans. And the only separation is two years. So I feel like I'm at a huge disadvantage because I'm in there with headliners. And who the fuck am I? I'm just Funky Sam Medina, dude. I just fucking, I just tell these fucking stupid fucking jokes like, oh, fucking... I have a lazy eye, you know, but it's cool, though, because it matches my personality. Like, I mean, yeah, I'm cool and cute and everything. You know, I'm cute, like, cute, like, ha-ha, like, that's cute. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go out there and fucking beat headliners, you know. So whatever, it happens. Uh, but also, I'm not a new new face either. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle, you know. I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a new face, but I'm also not, like, a star. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. Speaking of stars, let's talk about another tangent for a minute here. Okay, so there's this other club, not, not any of the clubs I just mentioned. Um, actually, no, there's not another club. I'm not going to say that because then you might narrow it down. There's a place. <laughs> there's a venue. I don't know. I feel like like um, I, I know that I don't have a fan base. Okay, I, I mean, I'm dude, who the fuck am I? I'm just some fucking dude that tells jokes. Like, who the fuck am I? I mean, seriously, if I wasn't me, I'd probably be my favorite comedian. Because I love my sense of humor. I love my jokes. Like, I feel like my jokes, some of my jokes are fucking gold, dude. Gold. Like, like I don't know. I mean, maybe you haven't seen me before. But some people say that I look like the, the ugly guy on Pawn Stars. And I'm like, oh, great. I look like the entire cast of Pawn Stars. To me, like, that is brilliant. Like, you might think it's stupid. <laughs> kind of stupid but like i think that's brilliant because when i say that i look like the the ugly guy in pawn stars somebody in the room will yell chum lee somebody in the room will say it but then i know that if one person says it 12 people are thinking it 30 people are thinking it 50 people are thinking it you know it's a 10 people venue but 50 people are thinking it uh, but you know what i mean like most of the room is probably because Everybody can kind of picture these guys, especially that guy, because he was really ugly. And then somebody told me I look like him. Um, so fuck you to, to my friend Joe, because you're an asshole, because you told me I look like Chum Lee, and you even made a meme about it, you fucking piece of poop. Um, anyway, so when I say somebody told me that I look like the ugly guy on Pawn Stars, you instantly think Chum Lee. Everybody does. Everybody thinks that. Everybody thinks that. And fuck all of you for thinking that. And then I say, as soon as you get that image in your head, that thought in your head, I say to my, I say, oh great, 
I look like the entire cast of Pawn Stars because then you go, oh, damn, they are all ugly. You're right. They're all ugly. There's not one nice looking. They're all ugly. So it's just brilliant because I take you down this avenue and then I pull the rug out from under you. That's what I do. It's my style. I swerve people. I, I, I say, look over here. And then I, I say, look to your left. And then I slap them with my right hand. Not really, but like kind of like that, right? That's my style, bro. That's my style. Um, a lot of people tell me that my jokes are thinkers, especially my wife. So I, I, I did this joke. It was this place called Nick of the Woods. And before I went up, I was telling my wife about this joke. I was like, what do you think about this? Neck of the Woods got a very good review from an online user named Vampire of the Woods. So I told her that and she said, if you tell that joke, let it sit for a couple seconds because it's a thinker. And I did. And I, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things about me is I tell fucking thinkers. And so... Um, I've learned cause I would, I would just go, I would just tell his joke and I would just go and I would not give you time to let, let it sink in a little bit. I didn't know how to do that until this year, until recently. And so for, it's weird, right? It's weird. So my favorite part about doing comedy is something that I've only experienced this year is when I tell a joke, I say it and there's about three to five seconds of complete silence and then I'm like I fucking bombed and then this wave of laughter just erupts because they got it they got it so my style is this is I put the dots there and you connect them yourself and then we have a connection because we're doing something together we're interacting we're not interacting one-on-one but we're interacting because I'm saying this and you're connecting the dots. Like if I say, um, you know, what's one that I that I could throw out there right now? Um, the lazy eye one. I said the lazy eye one earlier, so I'll say that again. I have a lazy eye, right? You know, and people go, oh, yeah, lazy eye. But it's cool. You know, it's okay because it matches my personality. And then people have to think like, oh, personality, lazy personality? Oh, okay, yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. And it just, it just... You know, you got to connect the dots yourself. And I like that. I like that about me. I like my sense of humor. I like where that's going. I like where that's going a lot. I should work on some jokes out here with you guys. I have some ideas for some jokes. <laughs> should I just work them out here right now? No, because then somebody might steal them. So, yeah, that's probably not a good idea. Because I don't want to get stolen. I have this thing. If somebody steals this, then I'll just think you're an idiot because it's stupid. Um, I don't know where I'm going to use it yet, but I thought of the term schmuck, schmuck goose, right? So I could be like, oh, have you been to the jury duty? Yeah, it's like playing a real life game of schmuck, schmuck goose. I don't know. It's kind of stupid. But I'm going to use it at some point in my life. I have it written down. I have it written down, so I'll never forget it. Unless my phone loses all of its memory. Then I'll forget everything. Um... What's another one? I want to do a joke about pets, uh, about pets' nicknames for their for their people, for their uh, for their family. I haven't really fleshed that one out yet. 
Anyway, let's go back to what I was talking about. The Alameda Comedy Club and the uh, the East Bay Comedy Competition. I'm still on the first show, you guys. We got a long way to go. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. It's going to be a long ride. Um, where were we? So I was looking for Jason Cole. And when I found him, I was like, oh, he's on stage. There he is. <laughs> My bad. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what happened? I'm a pacer, too, though. So I'm not one to judge. I'm not going to pass judgment on Jason. Um, I'm definitely a pacer. And so uh, if I'm in that situation, which I was in the second show, then it wouldn't be very fun for me to have to sit in one place. Because before I go up, I'm a pacer. I am a pacer. I don't know why. Uh, my whole family, like like phone call pacers. Maybe that's why. Because I like to pace when I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I do pace. I like to pace. Um, I did a show a few weeks ago with Miles Weber. Miles Weber was headlining. It was actually a special recording. That was the a few days before this show that I'm talking about. So we could talk about that too. I was just I we were in the green room and we were in Miles's green room and I was just I was just pacing. I was going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. I don't know why. I don't know why I do it, but I just do it. I pace and I look at my jokes and I pace and I look at my jokes. I pace and I look at my jokes. It's great. It's a good time. It's a really good time. Um, the Miles show, though, that was really fun. It was far away. It wasn't that far. It was like an hour away. Um, I forget what city it was in. Was it in Vallejo? I don't know. Anyway, uh, it was a good. It was a really fun show, man. It was. It was uh, the host, John Lear. It was. Uh, it was Athena, and it was me, and it was Miles. Was that right? Is that it? Was that the feature? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I think John Lear was the feature. He was the host in the feature because I think he did like twenty minutes up front. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun show. It was an older crowd. Uh, my favorite part was, uh, Miles was doing like an hour, a full hour. And so I was able, after my set was over, I was able to go sneak around to the front, go back into the front door and find an empty seat in the back of the room and watch. I didn't watch all of it, but I was able to watch most of Miles's set, which was amazing. Cause he's a super pro, you know, that's kind of where I want to be someday. I want to be a super pro like that. Be able to do an hour. It was to do this amazing crowd work he was doing. Um, and just all the jokes and all the stories and just everything. It was definitely, definitely like watching, um, like looking up to somebody, you know, looking up to somebody. Definitely that. Miles is, Miles is awesome. Go check out him too. Um, yeah, so back to the comedy club and everything. So uh, I'm up there corralling people, you know. Uh, but the best part was, the coolest part about corralling people was this. I was able to see people that I haven't seen for a long time because everybody had no choice but to interact with me because I was in charge of them. They had to interact with me, you know. Plus, there was, like, people like like Gary Hughes and, and Drew Schaefer. Those are people who I never met in person, but I knew them from online. I knew them from online, from the pandemic. Well, more, more so Gary Hughes. Gary Hughes is, like one of my road dogs but like seeing these people in person was incredible and i wasn't even expecting to see them i had no idea who's gonna be there and and just seeing people people i've been seeing in a long time um people that i've, I've never met before people that I only met online um and like i said they had no choice but to interact with me you have to you have to you have to at least say hello to me you have to at least do that um it was a good time it was a fun time uh after the show was over the first show was over uh when the headliner was on i helped count the votes that was fun. That was interesting. I've never done something like that before. I felt like I was on uh, America's Got Talent or maybe like um, Miss America or something like that. You know, American, I guess, because I said America twice. Um, 
But yeah, it was a good time, man. It was a good time. It's a good club. It's a nice stage. And it's so accessible. It's just a ramp to the stage. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. So the first show ended. And then what did we do? Did we go get food? I think we went to go get food. I think we went to go walk somewhere to get food. And then, because I was like super last. I was like 27 out of like 33. Uh, but you know, it's like 10 people don't show up or whatever. So I was like 17, I guess. But like... We went to get food. We went, we, you know, we, we, we went walking and then we came back. And um, then it's a different experience for me, completely different experience. Because now I'm not, I'm not corralling the people. I'm, I'm part of the people. I'm part of the audience. I'm not part of the audience. I'm part of the comics. You know, so now I'm like hanging out with the comics and like Nate Spears is over here and Ryan Rodriguez is over here and Chava Del Leon's over here and, 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 and Josh uh, Argyle's over here and, uh, Oliver Oliver Graves and and Kathy Guest and and Pat Pat Griffin and all these amazing awesome people are just around me and it's just it was a good time and you know it was cool and it's been so fucking hot lately so just being out there in the cool was fun was great and then I'm like I can't I can't advance tonight because I uh, I'm on a show tomorrow I'm on another show tomorrow and then they're like dude if you advance tomorrow uh, cancel the other show. I'm like, all right, well, if I advance, then I will, but I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I didn't advance, but I, you know what? I'll tell you what, though. I had a damn good set. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be here to pat myself on the back, okay? But, like, this year, man, I don't know what it is about this year, but this year my sets have been good. My delivery has been good. My speech has been good. You know, a lot of times I slur a lot of my words, and it's hard to understand me. But like, I feel like I've defeated that on stage. I just, I just slow down. I just slow down. You know, I don't know if you've heard um, of Scott Hall or Razor Ramon say hello to the bad guy. I don't know if you've heard of him, but if you have, um, Scott Hall gave me some advice. He actually gave it to the world. I read it or I heard it or something. He didn't say it directly to me. Uh, but he said in professional wrestling, and this works for me in comedy, if you think you're going to slow, slow down. Because a lot of times, if you think you're going too slow, you're going to overcompensate and you're going to go too fast. And so if you think you're going too slow, slow down. So that's what I do in comedy. I just slow down. I just keep it slow. I just keep it cool. Just keep it cash. You know? And um, there's one trick that I learned because like. Like I have, I don't know what it is about my mouth, but like I have hard times with certain combinations of words. I just said that all stupid. I have like hard times with certain combinations of words and like I'll slur. Like I have this joke where I talk about working from home and I say the, the, the weirdest part about working from home is now I'm stealing toilet paper for myself. See, it's hard for me to say it like that. Now I'm stealing toilet paper for myself. Um, it's hard to understand me, right? Now I'm stealing toilet paper for myself. I don't know why it comes out like that, but I was saying it like that for a while. And I decided it's better if I put some pauses in there. If I say, now I'm stealing toilet paper from myself when I'm on stage. And people respond a lot better. People love it. People love it. Uh, there is a joke that I don't know how to translate from Zoom to real world. Uh, because it feels so, like, aggressive. 
And like on Zoom, it's kind of okay because I'm not in the same room with other people. But I feel like if I said it in person, it would just come off as weird because I'm in the same room with them. So what I would say is that I took a Viagra, right? I just took a Viagra. I'm not, I'm not timing myself, and I just took a Viagra. So I could, I could probably go for like 15 minutes. Um, it just feels weird to me to say in person. Like over Zoom, it's a different thing. It doesn't matter. I'm not in the same room with you. But like it just feels so like creepy. I don't know, you know. Because the joke that I say after it, it's, it's good. I like it. I just don't know how to, how to get from there to my joke without saying that part. I say, you know, I feel like if you're doing comedy online, is what I used to say. I feel like you're doing comedy online and you're not timing yourself. It's like having random unprotected sex. I mean, sure, everything can be fine. But also, you can run the light. And end up with syphilis. So I don't know how to how to translate that. It just seems weird. Um, but I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. And that's my joke. So don't steal it, all you fucking people. <laughs> There's this joke that I that I want to tell. Um, I just haven't really done it yet, and it's probably gonna be like a comics joke, like a joke that only comics are gonna like. Um, but my my joke is this: uh, I really want to open for Carlos Mencia, but I'm too scared to send him a clip. <laughs> I like that. I really went open for Carlos Mencia, but I'm just too scared to send him a clip. <sighs> it's funny. I should have said that on the open mic yesterday. I've been doing open mics on Zoom more and more often again, which is fun. No, you know what? I did a show yesterday, not even open mic. But I have been doing open mics on Zoom. Was it yesterday? No, it was two days ago. Dang. Um, anyways, where was I? So, you know, I did my two and a half minutes. Let me tell you about two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes is a weird amount of time, Okay. A 30-second light is a weird amount of time for a light, okay? I don't know if I've ever had a 30-second light in my life. So I'm watching the first show, and I'm not going to mention any names, but a couple people went over a little bit, and they got the music. And if you get the music, you got to, like, kind of walk away at that point, you know? I've done it before. I've gotten the music before, and it just it isn't fun. It isn't fun at all. At different places, of course. I got the music at Roosters one time. Um, so I was really scared about getting this music and so I went up there to do two and a half minutes and my jokes are really short my jokes are really short so it doesn't matter you know if it's only two and a half minutes but like I don't know you know I went up there and I just started doing some jokes and, and they ate it up the crowd loved it they're eating out of the palm of my hand and, and, and I saw the light and then I finished the joke I was doing and then I did my closer did one more joke I was so scared the entire time I was doing that last joke I'm like I hope I have enough time because I had I had to wrap up the, the first joke the previous joke I had to wrap it up and then I had to do a whole another joke my jokes are short but are they 30 seconds short I don't know so like I'm doing my last joke and I'm like so scared that I'm gonna get the music and uh, I never did I never did I never got the music I finished my set. Thank you very much. My name is Funky Sam Medina. You know, when I first started doing comedy, I was like, why do people say their names at the end of their sets? Um, and now I always do it, and I can't not do it. Even if I don't want to do it, I can't not do it. Uh, it's so people can remember your name. Because if if somebody's never heard of you, 
and they just say your name real quick. Hey, this guy, right? You're like, okay, whatever. But then, let's say they really like you. They really, really like you. And then you go, oh, man, who is this person? And then I go, hey, thank you very much. My name is Funky Sam Medina. Have a good night. Then they know. And then go on fucking Google me. Then go Google my fucking ass. Ugh, don't Google my ass, though, because it's probably not there. I don't think my ass is on Google Maps yet. Oh, man. Um, it was a good time. It was a good time. I saw a lot of good people. I met some good people. Um, got a lot of laughs in the building, outside the building. You name it. All around. Fun night. Fun night. Made a little bit of money because I was working the first show. Great. Fun night. Um, the next night, I uh, went to Sacramento. It was hot as fuck, dude. We went to um, Alameda the night before on Thursday. No, on Friday. On Friday. And it was nice and cool because that's like the Bay Area, you know. But then we went the other direction and we went to Sacramento. It was hot as fuck. And so we're in this building. It's like a, you know, it's a store. It's like a building. It's like a store building, you know. I don't know how to describe it. You just like, you walk in the door and it looks like a regular ass fucking place. Then you go in this room and there's a stage and about 50 chairs, you know. And, uh, you know, there's no food. There's, there's some drinks out of a cooler. There's no bar. It's just this place, Stab Comedy Theater. It's cool. It's awesome. They stream it on Twitch. Um, so you can go on Twitch and watch your stuff. Um, I didn't do very good. You know, I mean, I, I did okay. I got a lot of laughs. I had fun with it. It was a heckle show. It was a weird thing. So my friend Jess Roberts does a show every every month called Noi 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 Boys Allowed. It's called No Boys Allowed. And basically it's a ladies show. And there's no boys on the lineup. Which, you know good good for them you know because they need more of that we need we need more of that we need more women in comedy and we need more diversity in comedy and we need less dudes i know i'm a dude i'm saying that um i don't mean me i mean the rest of them just get rid of all those dudes and like let me just be like the only dude in comedy i'll do it man i'll do it anyway so uh every year no boys allowed flips the script and they do a a a male review show and it was a heckle show where the ladies comics show up and they heckle well the lady comics didn't show up and the audience wasn't really into heckling and jess was heckling it was okay but you know she tried bless her heart and um you know not a lot of heckling going on and it was it was fun i think i don't know i got kind of thrown off it was really hot and then some of the heckles were kind of there wasn't many heckles and i kept i'm like come on you got anything to say anybody got anything to say hell yeah oh shut up no boys allowed. No boys allowed to heckle. <laughs> um, it was fun, though. It was a good time. Uh, I was the first comic after the host. Uh, mean, Dave was the headliner. Um, David Thorne was there. Uh, Jason Toops was there. And, oh, man. Jason Toops runs this really cool show in this theater in the Pruneyard. And, like, Athena was on it one time. And I really, really want to go on it. And, like... All I want to do is impress this guy, you know. I just want to impress Jason Toops, and I feel like I didn't do that great of a job in front of him. It happens. It happens. Um, I sent him a video, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> book me, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, no, I'm not. If you're out there and you're listening to me, and who, no matter who you are, if you book a show, fucking book me for it. I'll tell you that. I'll be there. I mean, you know, as long as it's local, I guess, or somewhere where I can get to it. If it's in New York, I ain't going to be there unless you fly me out. But book me, motherfuckers. Um, 
Yes, we did this no nobody's allowed all men review heckle show. It was fun. It was a good time. I had a good time. Um, it was just it was hot as fuck, dude. It was so fucking hot. We're just I mean they tried you know there's AC on whatever, but it was just it was so hot. It was so hot. I just uh, I just even it's hot right now. But oh man, when I think about that, I'm just like uh. Anyway, yeah, that was that weekend. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, I wanted to do this podcast yesterday, but I just, I just wasn't up for it. I just, I just felt sluggish, ruggish bone all day, you know? And then I was supposed to do this podcast, um, hosted by Mark Maple with Mean Dave, where we're going to debate corn. Um, I'm for corn. Mean Dave is against corn. And it's just, it's good. It's delicious. It's nutritious. You know, you put a little bit of butter on it. No, I'm just kidding. It's the banned corn, actually. Um, yeah, for some reason, Mean Dave is against new metal and corn. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I don't know what I can debate about it. Like, it's good. I like it. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a super metal connoisseur or anything. Um, I couldn't, like, give you facts. I, I mean, I, I, maybe I can. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I guess it just depends on what Mean Dave's uh, problems with the corn are. And I'll just kind of have to, uh, to rebut those and just kind of see where we go. Because at this point, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to debate about? Like, they're good. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Like, how many times can you fucking do that? Anyway, you guys, um, that's it. I just rambled too much. Oh, I wanted to go back to the story, this thing I said earlier uh, that I didn't really finish, I don't think. Um, so I know, I know I don't have a fan base. I know. I know I don't have a fan base. I do. I know. I'm painfully aware that I don't have a fan base. And it's like, you don't have to remind me that I don't have a fan base. But, but... You know what? Like, as a producer, because I'm not producing at the moment. Uh, as a producer, it's your job to 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 get audience. As a comedian, it's my job to come to the show that you provided and entertain your crowd, right? Because like, when I'm producing shows, you know, um, I don't think about who's gonna bring people. Hey. How many people can you bring? How many people can you bring? How, it's not about that. It's not about bringing people because the, the the show, the show should bring people. But I may not be able to bring an audience to your show, but if you put me on stage, they will enjoy me. They will laugh at my jokes. And I am shooting on all cylinders. I am at the top of my game. I am the funniest and the most clear talking I have ever been in my entire life and the most confident and not the thinnest, but the fattest maybe. But like, that's what I do. I go on stage and I tell jokes and then I haven't really been in a position to build an audience yet. But like, if that's the reason why I can't be in your venue because I don't have an audience, and I'm just stuck doing amateur night or whatever you want to call it, then so be it. Then I just, I guess I just won't go, you know, because we're trying to do this together. You know what? You build your audience and I'm going to go entertain them. And that's how it works. That's how it works. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring my audience, my people to your club. I mean, venue, um, to hear me do a set for four minutes when they have to pay to get in and then buy two drinks. 
you know i don't know i mean i guess whatever i just think of it like that because i'm broke as fuck and i couldn't do that so you know um that's what it is that's what it is i don't have an audience base i don't have a fan base but i'll tell you what uh you put me in a room full of people and i will make those motherfuckers laugh and that's what the that's what the game is that's what the name of the game is it's comedy it's comedy it's comedy it's not Building an audience. I guess it is eventually. I, I mean, that's what I, I do need to do that. But I don't know how to fucking do that yet. But, like, it's not like, um, you know, I'm not promoting. I'm not running a venue. You know, I'm just, I want to do a comedy. Give me a microphone. Put me in front of an, an audience with a stage and a microphone. And, and I'll do my thing. And I'll do what I came to do. I'll do what you hired me to do. I'll do what you asked me to do. I'll do what I like to do. And just talk to people and entertain people. That's That's what I do. That's what I do. And if you want to, if you want to do that, if you want to be my fan base, if you want to come out and see me um, Thursday night, which is probably tonight, if you're listening to this like right away, uh, Thursday night I'll be performing uh, in, in Martinez, California. I will be performing in Martinez. It's about an hour away from me um, at this place, and I am looking for the name of it right now. Uh, the name of the place is blah 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 blah. Uh, D Del Ciel Brewing. I don't know. D E L C I E L O Brewing. It's in Martinez. If you're if you live in Martinez, you probably know what that place is. It's um it's gonna be hosted by Frankie Marcos. Uh, my beautiful wife is gonna be on the show. I'm gonna be on the show. It's a free show. Come out, come out, come out. Buy me a beer, or not, whatever. And then you can catch me on Friday in Oakland. I'll be performing at Comedy Oakland. At 7.30 at the Washington Inn. At the Washington Inn. Come see me at the Washington Inn on Friday night in Oakland, California. I'll be performing for Comedy Oakland. And then going into next week, I have more shows. Um, let's see here. We did a lot of podcasting, by the way, you guys. I love it. I love how much podcasting we are doing currently. Uh, so on the 3rd, I'll be performing... In Walnut Creek on August 3rd. I don't know the name of the venue. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, it's Gary Hughes' show. He's going to be having us on. And then on the 4th, uh, which is Friday night on August, I'll be performing in San Jose at Empanada Place. Is that right? Empanadas in San Jose. So if you're in any of those areas, if you're near Walnut Creek, if you're near San Jose, if you're near Oakland, if you're near Martinez, you have no excuse not to come and see me. So do it. Do it, do it. Come see me, motherfuckers. Um, I'm just going to try to quickly look at my inbox here on Instagram. And I will... Oh, I'm getting hungry. I will... What is this? Oh, yeah. People are crazy, man. Trying to scam people. Comedy and empanadas. Hell yeah. No, not the empanadas. Not the scammers. Just somebody in my inbox. Um, A Market Street... The name of the venue is Guzmania, Casa Guzmania. I'm going to Guzmania. I'm going to Guzmania. I'm going to Guzmania. We want you. That was the Tasmania song, but I said Guzmania. So yeah, that's going to be super cool. We're going to be performing uh, Guzmania in San Jose on Market Street, downtown San Jose, and we're super excited about that. And then I think that's like all the comedy shows I have booked. Um, the third, the fourth. I'm looking at my calendar now. Yeah, I think that's it. I need to get on some good shows. I need to get on some more shows. I have four shows booked, and then I'm retired. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be hitting some people up, trying to get on some shows. So, if you're a booker, let me on your show, motherfucker. Okay, 
Well, that's gonna be it. I think I'm gonna cut it here. Uh, we did we did quite good. We did quite good, you guys. I almost did an hour. Just me rambling, just rambling about bullshit, about bullshit, about bullshit. Um, talking about my life. If I've offended anybody, I'm sorry. If I if I mentioned you by name, like like I did for Jason Cole a few times, I'm just you know I'm just fucking around. I'm just saying it in jest, you know. I really like all these people that I that I talk about and that I interact with, and I'm not trying to badmouth anybody. I, I I like everybody. I like all these comics. They're super fun. I'm really just happy to be part of this world, you know. Like I'm a comedian, and my friends are comedians, and I can go to a comedy show and and laugh whenever I want, even online sometimes. So that's the life I have right now. Plus, I got promoted at work. I'm working in my new position now. I'm making a little more money. Things are good. Things are good. Things are turning around. You know, 2023, the year of the come up, I guess, you know, um, every every year they say this is my year. The one year I didn't say that it actually was my year. So we're about halfway, a little more than halfway through with this year. And we'll see where it goes. I have a big show. You know what? Actually, no, I'm not going to be retired because I have a big show coming up in December. It's a surprise. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. It's kind of a secret. I think it's a secret. I don't know if I can talk about it, but it's going to be a big show in December and I will be the only comedian on the bill. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. You can follow me on social media at Funky Sam Medina on Instagram, on Twitter, on X, on X, I guess, on Twitter. I mean, uh, on, on threads, on Venmo, on Facebook, uh, on, on TikTok, on, on you name it. Funky Sam Medina. Go look for me there. And um, I guess we'll talk to you soon. Um, if you have anything that you want me to talk about on the podcast or if you have any questions, just just hit me up and send me a DM. Be like, hey, this question's for your podcast. I'm sorry that I haven't been doing it like super often. You know, I just feel like some weeks I don't do any comedy and my life is fucking boring, you know, but then I can always come over here and tell stories. I can tell stories. Oh, this one time I, I worked at the comedy club and I saw John Witherspoon and he really made me happy. You know, it's just stupid shit like that. You know, um, I saw some cool ass people at Tommy T's, man. Some cool ass people, you know, Michael Blackson. I never heard of Michael Blackson. He is so fucking funny. Aries Spears. I saw Aries Spears live a couple of times there. Like, man. And then not to mention the local people, right? The local ass people that are funny that I saw there too. Like, it's good times. It's good times. That's probably the best times of my life. But so far. Because 2023 is, is it's uphill for me. I mean, downhill? I don't know. It's good. It's a rise. It's, it's a come up. It's a glow up. A little bit of a glow up for me. And I've, I don't think I've ever had a glow up this fast, this short of time. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, so I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm enjoying it. Um, come see me, dude. Because if, you, if, you've, if you've come before to see me and it wasn't this year, you haven't seen me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a whole new person. You know, some of the jokes are the same. But, like, I'm a whole new person. I'm a whole new fucking person, dude. Um, if you go back and listen to a couple episodes back, uh, uh, I talked about um, uh, doing these uh, these uh, fungus things, these fungus chocolates, eating these fungus chocolates. And I had a, a life-changing experience during that time. And I talked about that in a previous episode. I think episode two, maybe. I don't know. Maybe episode one. I don't know. Go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. And for some reason, every time I do a comedy competition, I want to record. So competition. Woohoo. Did a competition. I've done so many competitions this year. I don't like competitions. I don't do competitions. Um, but there's so many this year. You know, I've already done three or four competitions this year. Um, so now I think I'm going to start doing some festivals. I'm going to try to do some festivals. I'm going to be 
I have September 17th blocked out of my calendar. I, I'm, I'm making no appointments for that day because I'm going to be a volunteer uh, for Comedy Day and see if I can weasel my way on stage. <laughs> I'm not booked or anything for Comedy Day, but I'm going to be a volunteer. So I'm just going to help set up shit, help set up, you know, have a good time, walk around, whatever. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Like I said, it's my world. Um... And that's amazing to me. And so even if like I can't be the one that goes on stage, I will I wanna be. I do. But even if I can't be that person, then I wanna be around it. I wanna be there. You know, I wanna mingle. I wanna meet people. I wanna meet comics. Who the fuck's me at comedy day? I don't know. But guess what? I am. So whoever is, I might meet them. Who knows? Maybe William Montgomery will be there. Maybe Tony Hinchcliffe will be there. Maybe David Lucas will be there. You know, maybe Red Band. I'm just kidding. I don't want to meet Red Band. Um, who knows who will be there? It'll be a good time, though. It'll be a good time. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I'm not promoting it because I'm not on it. I wish I was on it, but I'm not on it. Uh, but I might be able to get a guest set. I doubt it, but I'm going to ask. Be like, hey, you got a guest set for me? And then we'll see what they say. We'll see what they say. Uh, but until then, uh, I am Funky Sam Medina. And you have uh, just witnessed the Funky Sam Medina show. And you have had the funky Sam Medina experience. And go take a shower now because I think you stink now. I'm just kidding. Hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. It was super fun. Bye.